Hello, hello, and welcome to the Healthy Be Human podcast. My name is Callie. I'm your podcast host, and I am so, so excited to have you here today listening to today's episode. Wherever you are in the world, welcome, my gorgeous queen. Today's episode is a fun one. It's a little solo episode, chit-chat, FaceTiming your bestie kind of episode. I'm going to share with you part of my testimony with struggling with social anxiety and how God healed me from that. And it has just been such a cool testimony. I, this past weekend, was at this retreat, a Delight Ministries retreat. If you're familiar with Delight, you know. And I was very, very honored to get to speak at that retreat and teach a class. And I just wanted to go, I want to share the whole story of how I went from being terrified to being crowds of people to literally being speaking in front of a crowd of people. God is so cool. And we're going to get into that. So if you've been struggling with social anxiety, this episode is totally for you. Otherwise, we always start things off with a self-check-in. So the self-check-in is a time to just ground yourself, take a little deep breath in your day. If it's been busy, if it's been chill, whatever, it's so important to check in, see how we're doing. I just had to do a little check-in with myself because I had a bit of a little cry sesh right before this. (laughs) I was on the phone with my insurance for a very long time. And just got very overwhelmed with insurance adulting things. If you have ever called your insurance company, you may already know the, the feeling. Or maybe I'm alone in this. But it was just very frustrating. And I got a little overwhelmed and cried. And now I feel good. Released it and we're moving on. Releasing the worries. Letting it go. But that's what a check-in is for. To be like, okay, why do I feel like this? Why do I feel the feels right now? So wherever you are in the world, take a nice deep inhale through your nose, fill up the lungs with all the goodness, all the love into your beautiful body, and then exhale, let go of anything that's been holding you back, side out, just let it go. We don't have to hold on to that. Just release it. All right, now I want you to ask yourself on a scale of one to 10, 10 being I'm amazing right now, one being we're not doing too hot, how are we doing? And holding on to that number, ask yourself a little follow-up question. Why do I feel like that? Maybe something happened. Maybe you were on the phone with your insurance company and it just really got to you. Or maybe you were outside in the sun, thriving, feeling amazing, and you're doing great right now. Wherever you are, just not judging yourself for it. Because every day, every single moment looks totally different. And that's okay. We're all humans. We all have emotions and have our not so amazing moments in life. All right. Speaking of feeling good though, what is something that you can do right now to really fill your cup? If you just had a mental breakdown, what is something you can do to make yourself feel a little bit better? Maybe it's go and just go outside, take a little stretch or listen to the podcast or smile at yourself in the mirror or go hug something. Straight up, I hugged my dog and it made me feel significantly better. That is always a good little mood booster for you. Now, I want you to ask yourself, have I hydrated my hot bod in the past 30 minutes? If you have or not, let's grab our waters anyway and just hydrate on three, two, one. Cheers, my gorgeous queen. All right, hydration is so key. Speaking of hydration, I have little healthy but human water bottles, emotional, what's it called? The emotional water bottle. That was totally not the name. You know what I'm talking about on TikTok when people are like, I have my emotional water bottle. 
Anyways, I made Kilo Healthy Be Human water bottles and I have actually had them for a while and have not released them. But John challenged me today to drop the water bottles so you guys can go get them by the end of the week. And so I'm going to try and do that. So hold me accountable to it, okay? <laughs> They're really cute and I use mine so much. It's like honestly my favorite water bottle I have. It's very, very cute. It has a lot of motivational things on it. Totally random side note there. Just wanted to plug that. So I'm holding myself accountable. <laughs> but moving on. Let's do one more question. Actually, two more questions. I want you to ask yourself, how am I doing in my faith journey right now? Maybe you are feeling super close to God, super connected to God, or maybe you don't even know if you believe in God. Wherever you are, just take a little scale number. And then my next question for you, what would it take for you to feel closer to God? And before we close out of our check-in, I've actually never done this before. I want to just pray over us. And if you don't believe in God, like this one's still for you. All right. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for every single person listening to this podcast. I pray that you would just touch them with today's episode. I pray you would help them encounter you in a new way and really hear your voice and just hear you speak, Jesus. In your holy name, amen. All right. Also praying for the Holy Spirit to just pour out on this episode because whenever the Holy Spirit's working, it's good. All right. Let's do a life update really fast because I don't want this episode to be too, too long. Life update. I have a little hack for you. If you're listening and you're pregnant, I don't know how many people on this podcast, how many podcast listeners are pregnant, but I do know there's definitely a couple If you're not pregnant, hang on to this tip for whenever you are pregnant in the future because I, this has been a game changer for me. So I don't know the science behind it. I can't tell you why this works and it might not work for anyone else, but it works for me. In the morning, if I don't eat something, if I don't, okay, take it back. If in the morning I only have saltine crackers or if I eat carbs or if I don't eat anything, I find myself throwing up. I'm 10 weeks, almost 10 weeks pregnant. Just a little FYI there. But I discovered this hack that if I get Chobani Greek yogurt drinkables, like the liquid yogurt, I'm in bed, I drink it, and then I eat a little saltine cracker or three or four and then drink a little water let it sit and then I get up I don't throw up it is so cool and there's totally science behind that I am sure I'm sure it's something to do with the protein something to do with the substance whatever but it's been really cool and the days I tested out my theory to see if it works or not or if it's just like a weird placebo thing whatever the days that I didn't do it I threw up this whole past weekend I didn't have my yogurt cups with me literally threw up every single day But then today I did it and I felt great. Super interesting little hack for you. So if you're in your first trimester struggle bussing, that one, that one might help you. And let me know if it does. And I'm all ears if anyone else has some interesting morning sickness remedies because that one is, that one's new. And I feel like I'm, it's so funny because being pregnant, I feel like every day I'm discovering new things. And like, it's just like a new journey every single day in how terms I feel, things I'm discovering. It's so interesting. And the female body is so cool. Like I already was becoming just 
my eyes were being so opened to how amazing the female body is and how intricate it is when I was really diving deep into cycle syncing and all of those things, learning about hormonal health, all of that. But now that I'm pregnant, it's like a whole nother world of, whoa, our female body is incredibly cool. And it's so beautifully designed and it does blow my mind how we were truly not taught any of this in school. We were taught just take a pill and it'll shut everything off. But it's like our bodies are so cool. Anyways, that's me just nerding out a little bit about how cool a female body is. Aside from pregnancy, I just went to this really cool retreat, like I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, called Delight Ministries. It was basically, they have, I guess, different regions of Delight Ministries. It's a college campus ministry, and they have different chapters on each campus. So I was invited to, uh, I don't even know what region it was, but it was in Greenville, South Carolina. So it was a lot of the, the southern schools around that area. And... I taught a Pilates and praise class, which is blending Pilates with worship music, Christian affirmations that are based in biblical truth. And it was so fire, you guys. I have never taught a class like that in person. I've filmed a couple of them. I felt led to read scripture over these girls and just have them lay on their back. And I read scripture over them, had them just soak in the Lord's presence and goodness And it was so powerful. I had a bunch of girls tell me that they've never, like they've struggled with their body image, especially during working out. And this was the first time that they actually didn't have those intrusive thoughts happening. And it was so cool. Just so cool how amazing God is. The fact that he even put that idea on my heart on how to plan out that class, like he's so cool. I did release a Pilates and Praise class on YouTube on my channel, Callie Gwali. So if you want to try one out, let me know how you like the style. It is totally free and I think you're going to enjoy it. It's really fun. It's really empowering. But aside from that, we got back from the retreat. We drove there. It was like a nine hour drive. Drove back. Greenville is super cool, by the way. We didn't do a ton because we were at the retreat, but we did go to the downtown and went to the falls, the waterfall thing, and then went to a salad place, a salad restaurant. I haven't been drinking coffee since I've been pregnant and just like haven't wanted coffee. So we actually didn't go to any coffee shops. So I don't know any cute coffee shop wrecks, but the salad place was good. I don't know the name of it. So honestly, if you're going to Greenville, don't ask me for wrecks because I didn't really do much. I just ate the hotel breakfast and then went to the retreat. But I will say Greenville was very cute, the parts I saw. So anyways, we drove back and then yesterday I slept in until about like 1.30 and then had a little bit of a rough morning, went on a walk with my friend Ellie and it was just such like the whole walk just lifted my spirits so much. It is so good to have a friend who you can just tell what you can just talk to about what's really going on and who just pours in so much good wisdom into you and, and just gives incredible advice and I am so thankful to have Ellie in my life so that's about updates I have new merch also new hoodie I need to drop it that's another thing I need to put on my to-do list but that's about the updates let's get into our episode all about social anxiety things 
Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. So where to even start? I have a little episode. I recorded it honestly a year ago. I think I should record a new one about my testimony and just where I started, where I've, how I've gotten to where I am today, specifically in my faith journey. But within the testimony, I mean, there's so many more layers and elements to it. And one of the things I don't know if I even touched on in the episode was my time in New York City. So I lived in New York City for five months. And to backtrack a little bit, I was living in Miami. I went to school in Miami for college. I stayed there for one year after school, worked a remote job that was based in Miami. And I was simultaneously building my online Pilates studio and podcast and socials and all the things. So I was working a ton during this season of my life. And this is a season of my life when I honestly was struggling a lot mentally. My mental health definitely tanked. I was working so much, like 12 hours a day. I was taking Adderall and definitely was struggling with a little bit of an addiction to that. My whole thing was I was taking Adderall so I could focus on my actual nine to six job and not lose it because I was so distracted by so many other things. But that's a whole other conversation. Don't recommend doing that. I got definitely addicted to it. Adderall is very addictive. Especially like I was mindful about not being addicted, but I definitely still got addicted if that makes sense. Like my body was addicted to it. Really interesting concept. That's not the point of the episode though. (laughs) I also was struggling. Well, I just came out of a breakup and I was struggling a lot with all the things that come with a breakup. On top of it, I was partying a lot. I was partying, I wasn't sleeping a lot, I wasn't eating a lot, and I would have pretty much mental breakdowns on the daily basis. I'd lay on my floor, just bawling my eyes out, I felt super empty inside, I didn't feel like anything was, I didn't feel fulfilled, even though I had my quote-unquote dream life in front of me. I lived in my dream Miami apartment, the white floors, the glass windows, I had the the cute little dog. I had the job. I had on the outside, I looked like I was thriving. I looked like I was this thriving Miami party girl. But on the inside, I was genuinely crumbling. And on top of that, I started to struggle a lot with anxiety and depression. I don't know exactly when all of that began for me. I mean, I've traced it back. I honestly think I struggled with anxiety since I was like in first grade. I used to get really, really anxious before going to school. And that traces even back further to kindergarten because in kindergarten, I had this one, this teacher, she was a British teacher. And I think it was because I was the only girl in class. It was me and all boys. She was very, very strict and would yell a ton. And as a girl, I was already very clingy to my mom and was me. I was the only girl. There was boys. And so I took everything personally and thought she was screaming at me. I'd cry every single day. It was a whole thing. So I definitely started to develop just this anxiousness about school in kindergarten. And it really continued, honestly, probably up until out of college. 
So anxiety was something I struggled with for a really long time in my life. And in this season when I was in Miami and I was just so not healthy (laughs) and so many unknowns were happening around me, the anxiety became honestly unbearable. I eventually started going to therapy and got on an anxiety medication. I don't think it honestly did that much for me. (laughs) It was... It was so interesting. I mean, I feel like I'm self-reflecting right now. But around this time is when I actually did get back into my faith. And that's part of my testimony is that I was really into astrology. And the Lord had two of my friends, who I didn't even know were Christians, invite me to church on the same weekend at the same church. And they were not even friends. And I went to the church service and I literally had, it was like the sermon was verbatim towards me everything I needed to hear it was just the Lord speaking directly to me I think it was honestly about anxiety I'm not even sure what the sermon was about but it was just so resonated so deeply with me and that is honestly what sparked that initial okay I want to give this a shot again I got a devotional by Sadie Robertson called live on purpose I recommend it all the time to people who are getting back into their faith or maybe they struggle with anxiety and fear and depression It is so good, so focused on all of that. And I started doing those daily devotionals, all the things. I was trying really hard to get through it, but it was a stronghold in my life. And even as I got closer to the Lord and my faith, I still didn't know how to fully cope with it. And so I ended up moving to New York City to live with John. He's my now husband. And New York was a really interesting time in my life. I didn't mention that in Miami, I was also beginning to isolate myself. So I mentioned I worked like 12 hours a day, but I didn't have a lot of friends in Miami. A lot of my friends who were in college had moved away. My best friend at the time, well, we're still friends. (laughs) My best friend who I was living with at the time She was dating this guy and was with him a lot. So I found myself being alone a lot in the apartment. And I think that on top of working a lot, on top of definitely taking stimulants, on top of just being so anxious, I found myself really isolating. I didn't reach out to a lot of people. I wanted people to reach out to me, but people didn't. And so I slowly started to really isolate. This continued in New York. I would say the first month I was pretty good at being social because it was a new place, new start. I was like, this is great. We're going to make a lot of friends. John was working pretty much all day long. So it was like, I'm going to get out of the apartment. I'm going to go hang out with the, the people I know here. I had friends in New York. Life was good. And then all of a sudden, John quit his job. He felt called to quit his job by the Lord. And I don't know if it was because he was all of a sudden home at the apartment all the time or what, but I started to no longer make plans with friends. I definitely was hanging out with him a lot more and I continued to take stimulants. I continued to work my butt off and slowly but surely I stopped hanging out with my girlfriends. And this did not help the already existing anxiety. But it turned into something even deeper. It turned into social anxiety because I was so alone. John was like the only person I ever really came in contact with for the most part. I would stay in the apartment pretty much all day long. And before I knew it, when I would go to big crowd events, 
Oh, I totally left out a whole chapter in the story. I also stopped drinking. So when I, I think it was around April or May, I stopped drinking alcohol. I decided to go sober. I didn't like how it was making me feel or act. I found myself getting really upset when I'd go out. It was, and looking back, I think that was honestly anxiety related. That upsetness of just the social anxiety. I think it just started in Miami and got worse and worse and worse. And the alcohol low-key masked it when I go out. But then as the alcohol wore off and I got tired and reality hit me, I think the social anxiety would start to hit me. Anyways, I stopped drinking entirely and that became a whole thing for me because in New York City, I was no longer going out like I had been before when I was, I was dating John long distance and I'd visit him a lot and we would go out a lot. (laughs) I was in my little party girl era. And so now I was living there. I was not going out like I, I did before and I didn't even know exactly how to go out or be social or be a 20, I guess, two year old at the time without drinking and so it got it got it was a weird season I started to find myself when I went to this one this one concert was a really defining moment for me it was a Fredigan concert and I went to it it was for John's birthday like post-birthday celebration like a gift he got from his parents tickets to this concert I went with John and his friend so I remember I got there and it was the weirdest thing because I remember being so hyper-focused on what other people were thinking about me. I became so anxious to the point where I felt claustrophobic. And I ended up having to call an Uber because I was like so anxious. It was like I was having a panic attack. It was social anxiety on steroids. And I ended up getting in the Uber. I left. I literally left John and his friend. And I just was bawling my eyes out. And I went home. And it was just so like a horrible night for me and that was a turning point because I realized that this like social anxiety was just controlling my life and it was slowly but surely ruining my life so fast forward it got worse (laughs) we ended up moving out of New York City I was struggling with mega mental health stuff we did our cross-country road trip across the U.S. trying to figure out where we were going to live only to figure out we were just running from all of our problems. That's a whole other, whole other thing. We end up in Jensen Beach, Florida, which is where I live now. And we go to this church. And it was the first time I'd been to a church where they talked about healing. Like how healing still happens in this day and age. I wanted to give it a try because at this point like anxiety had just been such a controlling part of my life and I was just so ready for it to go away so I was like I'll just I'll do anything Lord like I I want to heal from this like I'm ready like I just this I'm tired of being diagnosed with anxiety and depression and struggling with all this I got to that point where I was just so over it and so I remember going up it was like the second Sunday we'd been to that church and I went up for prayer and I remember they prayed over me and they broke off any spirit of anxiety off of me in Jesus name they prayed for healing over my mind and it was so wild because when they were praying for me I just felt this like thing in my head release tension and literally just leave and it was so beautiful because after that service 
I felt so free. I felt so released of this oppression and I felt like just a new person. And I will say, I'm not going to lie, like anxiety, it wasn't like it went away. Like there were still moments in my life where I felt anxious, but this just diagnosis and oppression of anxiety was done. It was gone. Like I was no longer like in shackles of it all the time, constantly anxious. Like that was gone. So in terms of the remnants of anxiety that would happen here and there, like I'm going to be honest, like I think like as humans, I mean, we have emotions, like the Lord gave us emotions and sometimes those emotions are emotions of fear. They're emotions of feeling anxious, which anxiety is fear. It's literally fear of the unknown. And I'm learning that in those moments when maybe I'm feeling that way, feeling that anxiousness, I can release it to the Lord. I can surrender it to God. I don't have to hold on to it. I don't have to let the lies of the enemy telling me I'm still anxious become a stronghold in my life. So if you've been struggling with anxiety, like I encourage you to start taking those thoughts captive. If you have anxious thoughts, imagine you literally grabbing those thoughts and then handing them off to the Lord to take care of them. There's a verse in the Bible. It's Philippians 4, 8. It's fix your mind on whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable. Think about such things. That verse I'm working on when I have those moments, like just focusing on those things because like in life, like even though we're a believer, like this is, this is part of the testimony. Like, yes, I became a believer. Like I walked in my faith again and it didn't completely solve all of the strongholds that had been holding on to my life for so long. But the beautiful thing of it is that even in the midst of those trials and strongholds, we're still walking with the Lord and he was able to show me over time like how I can heal from this. He put the right people in my life at the church to pray over me. He showed me like this day and age, okay, this is an anxious thought. Like let's not let it become a bigger thing. Release it to me. Like he's starting to show that to me. And so I just encourage you, if you've been walking in this walk of anxiety for so long, like there is healing. You don't have to accept that diagnosis forever. You can get healing from it. And I'm a testimony of that. And it just breaks my heart that so many people truly believe that they're stuck with this thing forever. Because I believed that. I thought that the only way that I could get over anxiety was just taking anxiety medication and that would fix my problems. But it just didn't. And the power of prayer is really strong. And I will say something that's helped me a lot is just the process of inner healing. So asking the Holy Spirit, I call it Holy Spirit journaling, (laughs) grabbing a journal and just inviting the Holy Spirit in and asking the Holy Spirit to show you when the anxiety first started. So for me, I literally did self-reflection on the podcast. It started when I was a kid. It started so long ago. And you can't blame yourself for it. I mean, this world isn't perfect. It's full of darkness and we have moments of our life where that anxiety, like we don't know any better. So ask the Holy Spirit to show you where it started and then invite the Holy Spirit to help you through it. So maybe there's a lie you were believing. Ask the Holy Spirit to show you the truth in the situation. And the other thing too is with, if there is a spirit of anxiety in you, you can cast that out. We have authority through Jesus to cast out any unclean spirits that could be causing oppression. Think of them like like just annoying flies. They're just annoying flies in our life that are 
just constantly buzzing and if we get rid of them if we swat them to the ground like that's gone and it's no longer a thing that's driving us crazy so literally you just have to pray like spirit of call it out by its name spirit of anxiety in jesus name i cast you out you have to leave me right now in jesus name and you might feel something release in your stomach if you don't keep praying it get it out and then invite the holy spirit to fill those spaces in and ask you where there could be an open door that let let that thing in it's not those whole scary thing we have so much authority in jesus and we don't have to stay in oppression he has come to give us freedom there's so many verses in the new testament talking about that like jesus is here to free us from that stuff mental and physical healing he's here to give it to us but i want to just close out this testimony by sharing this past weekend it was i realized just how amazing the lord is with healing me from this when after the the retreat i was reflecting on it and i was like the fact that at that concert i was so concerned about what other people thought about me i felt like everyone was staring at me i felt so scared and so fearful and anxious but to have gone through all this healing and then to be able to just stand up on a stage with 60 people's eyes on me 60 people i don't even know just watching me as I lead them through a Pilates class, as I speak to them about true identity. I mean, it's all through the Lord's strength, truly. But it's just so beautiful how far he has healed me in this just anxiety thing. And I'm sharing this to give you hope if you're struggling with anxiety or any mental health thing or any physical health thing like I truly truly did not think I would ever 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 get out of this just shackle of constant anxiety and depression depression ran in my family it was genetic depression and to just be able to break that off to be able to break off anxiety, to be able to heal from those things and no longer be a captive to those things in my life and to be able to fully step out in the Lord's purpose and plan for my life and speak in front of people and share the truth and goodness of the Lord and teach people in workouts. Like praise the Lord for that because the enemy didn't win and he doesn't have to win in your life either. So I'm just gonna close this out in prayer feel like it's a little prayer day I love it um before I pray though if you are really wanting some healing I have there's an episode let me pull it up really fast and give you the exact name for it it is healthy but healing your body soul and spirit and it's with my mother-in-law Cynthia she is such a prayer warrior and we she leads us through a whole prayer on healing and also talks about more about like unclean spirits and all these things. So definitely give the episode a listen. At I have the different timestamps bookmarked. So like probably start at like 30 or 29 on the Holy Spirit. And it'll talk about like healing through Jesus, prayer for physical healing, how to forgive. Forgiveness is another thing too that can bring us so much freedom. And this is a lot of the times with inner healing, outer healing, a lot of times we're holding on to unforgiveness for different things and that can actually lead to open doors which could be causing some of these strongholds to happen in our lives. I recently went through this whole thing where I forgave a ton of people. I felt so much just things released from my gut. I felt so much peace come on to me 
after I forgave. And it's just, it's so cool. Forgiveness is a tool. It's a weapon that we have as believers. And I think, I don't think we exercise it enough. So that's another thing too, that can help a lot with just breaking off these strongholds and all these things, but definitely give the episode a listen. If you have any more questions about inner healing, all the things, anxiety, depression, whatever, seriously, DM me on Instagram at healthy but human pod. And I'm so down for a little conversation. I'm down to talk more about that, explain more of the things I've learned for how to heal from any of this stuff. And end of the day, like ask the Lord to heal you. Just be like, God, I so deeply desire to be freed from this. Can you please help me? God is our father. He loves you deeply and he wants to just free you from it all. So keep it simple. Just surrender to him and he will lead you there in the right steps for healing. Okay, let's close out with prayer. And yeah, Heavenly Father, I thank you for this day. I thank you for every person who's listening. I thank you that you give us freedom. I thank you that you give us healing and that you desire to see us not living a life of oppression, Jesus. I thank you for that. Father, I pray, I just lift up anyone who's listening who is struggling with a stronghold of anxiety and or depression in their life right now or any mental sicknesses, Lord. I just lift those up and physical sicknesses. God, you are the ultimate healer and I just invite the Holy Spirit right now to just fill every single person listening who is just going through something, going through a sickness or a disease. I pray you just pour out your Holy Spirit of just healing power right now i command every spirit of anxiety and depression to go in the name of jesus i just bind you i pray you just fill those spaces holy spirit where those spirits were and i pray you just show the people listening where there are open doors in their lives so that they can close them and so that they can be protected father and not walk in this oppression Lord, I pray that you would show them if there's any unforgiveness in their life. I pray you just put that person's name or people's names just on their mind right now and help them learn how to how to forgive and how to just release and surrender all of it to you, Jesus. I thank you for all the healing that you're doing and I thank you for all the miracles that you just do every single day. You are so good to us and I just praise you for your almighty amazingness. Amen. Well, thank you for listening. I hope you're loving these like faith-based episodes. I love talking about God. It is truly, I mean, I feel like if I don't talk about the Lord and his truth, I mean, he is part of every single moment of my life, whether it's physical health, mental health, spiritual health. I feel like if I don't talk about him, I'm leaving something out and I'm not sharing the fullness of just everything with you. So let me know how you're liking the faith episodes. Also, if you're wanting to get closer to God and really have a community of other Christians who are walking through their faith journey as well, we have a virtual Bible study every Monday. It's at 5.30 p.m. Eastern time. I'll link it below. It's totally free and it's so fun. We just like talk about realness in life and go through scripture together. It's so amazing. It's not like a massive group of people, so you won't feel overwhelmed at all. And I would love for you to join. So on that note, I will let you go, but have the best day ever. I'll see you next week and I'll I'll just keep praying for you in your walk with the Lord. And if anything comes up, you know where to find me, DM me. And if you love this episode, do me a favor and tag me on your Instagram stories at healthy, but human, and I'll be sure to repost you. 
Anyways, have the best day ever. Keep being amazing and may the Lord bless you with peace and joy and all the things. All right, see you next time, my gorgeous queen. Bye.